Hello, friends, and welcome to the first episode of Season 4 of So You Owned a VW Bus, the podcast fueled by stories. And beer. Wait, Miracle, are are you having a beer? When in Rome, Ryan. We sat down with my former neighbor, Ben Abramchik, at his house in the quaint little village of Alpha, Ohio, to reminisce about an epic bus trip he took nearly 50 years ago. And I wasn't even supposed to go on the trip. I wasn't going to be able to go. I had just graduated a two-year college, and I was looking for a job, and I just got a job offer with uh, Con Edison, the power company, in uh, New York City. And uh, they offered me a job, and I accepted. Meanwhile, all my friends were going on this cross-country trip, but I had no money, and I had a good job offer to work in a laboratory, and they said I could start whenever I wanted to, so I was going to start. It was about the time all my buddies were taking off on this cross-country trip. So right before they were ready to take off, about a week before they were ready to go, I went down to take a physical, routine physical, to, before I started work. Well, at the physical, I found out I was deaf in my right ear, and they withdrew the offer to work at the job. So now I had no, no prospects, no job, uh, no girlfriend, I had no money, and my, my uh, 65 convertible Mustang had just been stolen and totaled. So I was kind of at a low point. So I, I decided to ask my brother Steve, my older brother Steve, I could borrow $400 from him so I can go on this cross-country trip with my friends. And he said, okay. So if it wasn't for Steve, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to go. And uh, so all of a sudden, I was going on this cross-country trip with uh, five other guys from the neighborhood. Four, five of us, so it would be six of us, five of us were really close and tight. But there was one guy who wheedled his way into the trip because his sister was dating one of the major players going on the trip. So he kind of had us over, over a barrel. He couldn't. We had to let this guy go along, and he was he was just he was kind of a drag. He was a normal. He didn't do anything or say anything memorable on the whole trip. It was like he was there in body, but not in spirit. Now, I'm not going to mention his name, but everybody knows who he was. But I'm still in contact with everybody else in that group. Some of the guys, two of the guys, I've known since first grade. The other guys I knew from early on in grammar school. And we're still in contact. Now, one of my friends, he, Joe, Joe Odomat, he passed away about five years ago. And he was the oldest one in the group, so he could buy beer in Canada. He had to be 21 at the time to buy beer in Canada. Only 18 in the United States, but we are going through Canada. So we had to have somebody who's 21, and he was the one. So he, he was our beer purchaser north of the border. <laughs> Now, beer purchaser is an important thing in the story because it seems that almost every story comes back to a six-pack. Um, you really slugged that one down, honey. You got to keep up with these guys. <laughs> in fact, the journey begins where you might expect. Well, we all met at our favorite bar, Shamrock Bar on Jamaica Avenue, Woodhaven, Queens. and We, we went there and drank a bunch of beer. Then we all hopped in a van, and then we gave a lift to this one this one woman, a girl in our neighborhood, needed a lift upstate to visit her friend. 
So she was in, we left with seven people, six guys and one girl. And we left about midnight, we left the bar after drinking beer, we all piled in the van and took off with this girl. Remember when we dropped her off, she was so mad because in her purse, she had some bananas and some underwear. And one of the guys sat on that during the ride upstate. And it was, she had bananas and panties all squished together. And she was madder than a wet hand when she got out of that van. Wait, are you switching to hard liquor? I am pre-gaming for the next stop on their road trip, if that's okay with you. Oh, Jesus. Went through, we went to uh, Spokane, Washington, where at the time they were having a World's Fair was going on in Spokane, Washington. So we got stopped there. So uh, we went to the World's Fair. We were on a tight budget. We didn't have much money, but I remember that the day we got there, we went straight to the Mexican pavilion and we sat down and we drank tequila sunrises all afternoon and we, we had a bill of $109 for tequila sunrises, which really busted our budget. I mean, that was a big portion of our money. We had a great time, but that that's about all I remember about the, that World's Fair. The next day, we found a dive bar across the street from the fair where the drinks were really cheap, and we just drank there. <laughs> that's what it means to have tequila taste on a beer budget. So I guess we're back to beer then. I think you should slow down. But we've got something to celebrate. I think we treated ourselves to some kind of a hotel room in Winnipeg. And uh, what happened that the night we were there was the night that Richard Nixon resigned. So we were all Richard Nixon haters. And so that was another excuse for us to drink more beer and celebrate. So that was that was a pretty memorable party there, too. <laughs> I mean, I would drink to that, too. I am not a drunk. I'm not a drunk, and I'm not a good Nixon impersonator. Wow, that is a terrible Nixon impersonation. You know this is a family-friendly podcast, right? Oh, it's a family-friendly podcast. What? Do you want a Disney story? I've got one for when Ben and the crew camped out across from Disneyland. Oh, Lord. So we didn't know what the rules were at Disneyland. So we we walked over to Disneyland the next day, and you know, we had we had cooler beer with us. We just saw, we're walking the cooler, a bunch of us a cooler beer, and they said well, they stopped us. They said you can't come in here with that beer. So so we just stood there at the gate and just guzzled the whole whole case of beer and dumped it dumped it and then walked in. <laughs> Now, I remember my friend got into argument with the, with the person at the gate saying that, well, Walt Disney, he was on cocaine you know, all the time. So, so what, what, how can you object to having a few beers in the park? Man, was Disney really on cocaine? Babe, the 70s were a wild time. Sounds like it. Bananas in the undies, beer at 18 years old, road trips across the country. Plus, you could piss anywhere. The what? Uh, a lot of guys they were big uh, Rolling Stone fans. And uh, before our trip, there was some incident where Rolling Stones <clears throat> were uh, were arrested for a public urination. So uh, I think Keith Richards was quoted on saying, uh, we can piss anywhere because we're the Rolling Stones. So 
A friend of mine just cut out the part that said we can piss anywhere and put that on the front dashboard of the of the van. <laughs> so that was kind of our calling card, and I think we lived up to it. And we were we were on the we were on the road, and somebody had to pee. And we didn't, there was nowhere to stop, so we'd have to wait till there was a, a left-hand curve in the road. So the van was, was saying you couldn't see the side door, so we would just slide the side door open, you'd pee out the side door, and the car behind you couldn't see. <clears throat> but one time, <clears throat> we were along straightaway, there was no opportunity, so everybody started peeing in, peeing in some cup, you know. So we, when the cup got about full, and then somebody, somebody just you know threw it out the window, and then we look in the rearview mirror. Here's this tractor trailer behind us, guys. Windshield wipers on. Poor guy. I'm not feeling so great, Ryan. Yeah, I think it's time to start heading home. These are priorities at this point in our lives. Here, the age ranges was from you know 19 to 21, and we we had decided to skip the Grand Canyon. Because we wanted to make it back to New York, our neighborhoods, to make it to a block party. <laughs> you know what, though? It's not the journey so much as the friends that we made along the way. Oh, my God. That trip really solidified the bond between us. I mean, we'll, no matter what happens, we'll always have that time in our life to look back at that we, we spent the whole month together. There's not too many people get to spend that much time non-stop with that many friends all at once, which is, it was such a very unique thing. And that I got to go on at the last minute is a miracle. Hey, miracle. He said your name. Oh, wow. She's, she's out. So, uh, when Ben looks back on this time of his life, what does he realize? I think, I think if I remember, I think my favorite spot when we camped along, we were camping along the Colorado River, and it was just incredibly scenic. The water was rushing, and right on the other side, right on the other side of the river was a railroad track that kind of straddled the side of the mountain. It was really a narrow path, and that train would come by every so many hours. The train would be coming by. I thought it was just the most romantic, you know, beautiful spot in the world. So now, 20, 25, 30 years later, I'm out in Colorado with my same friend. We're going to, we're riding around. He says, hey, look over there. There's, there's a spot we camped at, you know, 25 years ago on a trip. So we went down, walked around it, and I looked at it and said, this is the most depressing place I've ever seen. <laughs> Had time changed it, or had you changed? I think I changed. At the time, coming from New York City, oh, you need water and railroad tracks, and it's like, wow, this is like, you know, another planet. But after being around, living in Ohio for a long time, and just having a lot of other experiences, it uh, the memory was pretty much diminished. I probably should have never went back and looked at it. It's, you can't recreate that. You can't go home again. It's just not the same. It's like if we were to try to pull off the trip now, it'd be the most miserable experience of my life. But if you got these, well, there's only five of us left. You couldn't pay me to get in a, a Volkswagen bus with five guys and drive 8,000 miles in four, in four weeks. It would be hell. So it was the right time of my life, our lives, to do this kind of thing. 
I was just really blessed to be able to do it, thanks to my brother Steve, who's deceased now. Uh, Did you ever pay Steve back? You know, funny you should mention that. Because at Steve's Steve's funeral, my brother Steve, he passed away, he's two years old, at at Steve's funeral, uh, at his burial site, I asked anybody who wants to come up and say stuff or have any memories of Steve. And people got up and told some funny stories about Steve and said this and that. And I got up and said, Steve, I said, right over his grave. So I said, Steve, I, I can't thank you enough for that $400 you loaned me so I could go on a cross-country trip. He goes, I'm gonna, and I'm going to get that money to, to you sooner or later. <laughs> that is $400 well spent. Thank you, Ben, for sharing your tales from the road and a hot bowl of delicious white chili with us on a cold day. And thank you to the Machowski Foundation of Switzerland for their continued support of our podcast and our 49th State Adventure. For more information about the foundation and us, Ryan and Miracle, visit ontheroadwithaddy.com. Anything else, Miracle? Mm. Addy is spelled A-D-I-E. Right. Until next time, friends. Man, you really can piss anywhere.